Thanks for listening to UCB's Vision Radio Network. Listener supported and passionate about connecting faith to life. Find out more at vision.org.au. Saturday's Top 5. And being Anzac Day, Neil Johnson, uh, it's uh, a whole lot of things we could be talking about, but you know something that's close to both you and my heart is food. It is close to our hearts and <laughs> it's close to everyone's <laughs> hearts. You know, those who've been up for the dawn service, mm. no doubt they've uh, you know, had something consumed since they got up. And uh, so uh, what you eat on Anzac Day probably is a very interesting topic. And if you are just getting up and you're looking to reminisce and commemorate as you commemorate Anzac rather, and you want to actually eat what the Anzacs did, uh, then uh, you'll probably only do it for a day. Through our research, uh, not a great... A list of nutritional parts here. But if you, if you think about how many Australian and New Zealand soldiers went to Gallipoli, not all of them died from battle wounds, Neil. Some uh, basically died from diseases complicated by malnutrition and uh, I guess vitamin C deficiencies a lot of the time. Yeah, well, uh, when you think what the diggers took with them, uh, their rations, uh, you know, you can sort of see why uh, maybe uh, some level of vitamin deficiency might have been there. Let's have a look at at the nutritional depths of the Anzac, uh, I guess, diet. Uh, This morning we are commemorating Anzac Day, and what better way than to look at the top five Anzac cuisines. Five. Number five is all about bully beef. <laughs> the modern-day <laughs> version is corned beef, but it doesn't sound very good when you say bullied beef. Look, you know, if you had to eat this on the battlefield, uh, you had to eat it. and You probably enjoyed it because you were really hungry. And I suppose, you know, having uh, the opportunity to laugh about it many, many years yeah. later, and because perhaps you and I weren't on the battlefield, but bully beef, the modern version is corned beef, yep. and uh, I quite like corned beef. Uh, I'll tell you what, it, it, back in the day, uh, this would kind of been like a... a, a two-course meal in one. You've got your beef that's mixed with gelatine, which is kind of like the <laughs> jelly dessert, um, and salt. So it was made with beef, and it was kind of preserved through that means. And, yeah, the modern-day version is corned beef, but I reckon it tastes a lot better these days. Yeah, and, look, I think, uh, you know, the generation who were post-war, uh, they were sort of raised on bully beef. The University of Otago in New Zealand suggests that if you were to actually have bully beef for a small component of your diet, you'd be okay. It'd be a form of part of the balanced diet. Unfortunately, it was the majority component for this. The soldiers' mainstream diet it was a lack of a whole lot of nutritional elements. Four. Number four, it's the sort of staple type thing, rice and bread. This is what uh, the diggers would have had in their ration pack. And I guess that's not such a inviting thing, just thinking about rice and bread. <laughs> Usually you need something to put on it or, you know, you know, you have it toasted or you have rice with yeah. <laughs> mixed in with something uh, that gives it some extra flavour. But if I... you're just, just doing straight rice that you boiled and, uh, and some bread, hmm. It'd be fairly boring day in, day out, if that's all you had all the time. Three. Number three is the Anzacs uh, who were over there actually received jam to eat with their biscuits, but it was actually difficult to eat this because of the flies around them. Uh, If you think about the the death and destruction, and of course that brings flies and 
Oh, well, you wants. know, if you think the environment that the Anzacs might have been in, and, uh, you know, talking the shores of Gallipoli and for months on end, uh, the smell of death around, as you're saying, the flies, uh, different times when the weather changed, whether it was freezing cold or whether it was hot, uh, would have been very, very uncomfortable. And uh, and consuming food under those circumstances, you can't imagine it being a pleasant thing to do. No way. Two. Number two, treacle and golden syrup. Now, that's a nice little turn if you have that uh, piece of bread uh, that we were talking about, that if you put some treacle or some syrup on it, that might actually add a little bit of flavour. Saturday's top five, number one. Well, while there was uh, plenty of uh, tea and sugar and jam and rice and bread, uh, back then the thing to have in the uh, the trenches was something called a tack biscuit or just tack. Well, this is the early form of the Anzac biscuit, as I understand it. Made and with flour, water, a little bit of salt, mm-hmm. contained carbohydrates, dietary fibre, but vitamin B, but probably no, not much else. You roll it out and about a half inch thickness and shape it into rectangles and then place it on ungreased uh, cooking or baking sheet. I don't think they had any baking no, sheets so, on, yeah. on the battlefield, really? but uh, I'm not sure how they were cooking it there or whether actually they didn't cook it at all but just had it in their ration pack. Somebody yeah. else had done the cooking uh, and then they had the tack to eat. But, um, yeah, and apparently it was pretty tasteless, pretty rock solid. And Yeah, well, if you didn't put it in your tea or, or any hot drink, you'd be likely to break your teeth. <laughs> uh, the thing about these is obviously it's the, the early form of the Anzac biscuit. Uh, and, of course, these tacks, they were actually sent. They were made in Australia and sent to Gallipoli in food parcels. And, of course, uh, by just adding a few extra components like rolled oats, golden syrup, a bit of butter, some bicarbonate soda. The first Anzac Biscuits is created. A little bit softer and a bit more consumable. Saturday's Top 5. And I guess a lot of diggers and people who've been remembering the Anzacs this morning uh, might have enjoyed a gunfire breakfast. What's in a gunfire breakfast, apart from well, bullets? <laughs> you've got to watch those bullets. You don't like want to damage biscuit, your teeth. Yeah. Uh, well, in uh, in World War One, uh, the gunfire breakfast might have included biscuits and jam or tinned bully beef served with coffee laced with rum or condensed milk. <laughs> it's a bit early for that. <laughs> it was prepared and eaten in darkness uh, to the likely sound of exploding munitions and served cold as any fires or smoke would have given away their position to the enemy. Now, the breakfast has evolved, and these days, uh, bacon, sausages, eggs, beans, uh, baked beans, that is, tomatoes, damper and tea, and... Fireworks. Rum. <laughs> No, <laughs> often added to the coffee or cold milk as a, an accompanying drink. <laughs> well, I thought just to replicate the ammunition, uh, maybe no. fireworks. <laughs> All right. Mm. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.